Today on the show, we're reviewing Little Evil. A new Netflix movie. Is it a stepdad, stepson movie or a horror? Get ready to find out. This is Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. Unfortunately, though, this is Matt and I haven't seen it. <laughs> and, but we're going to review it. <laughs> we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome, Insomniacs, to another episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. I'm Mason. I'm Matt. Cameron. And he's Cameron. And I talked We're right over him. Again. And We're I really don't again. care right now because I'm going to talk oh, over everybody. <laughs> I don't care. All right. Well, this this is episode 15. 15. Wonderful show. 1-5. 1-5. 1-5. We are back to review uh, a pretty decent movie, I thought. What would you yeah, think? On a, it's a new film on Netflix. Movie Little time. Movie Little Evil. Little Evil. Little Evil. Written and directed by Eli Craig. Produced by Jason Berman and Scott Stubber. Cinematography director is Matthew Clark. And it was edited by Tia Nolan. Ooh. This movie, yeah, I know. It's got a runtime of 95 minutes. It released on Netflix September 1st of 2017 with a budget of $7.5 million. In Netflix, we trust. That's a lot As of always, money. man. $7.5 million for a Netflix movie, right? That's not a small chunk of change. I like well, the not di- at all. I like the director. He did uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I love that I freaking know, I, movie. That was such a good movie. Space. Oh, such a classic. If you guys haven't seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil, That's a great freaking movie. I love that movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally. Uh-oh. What does that say about this film? <laughs> no, your opinion of Little Evil will be that much higher, I think. Yeah, exactly. Because right? I really like that movie. All right. One of you walk us through the cast. Walking you through the cast. Evangeline Lilly. Everybody loves my pronunciations. <laughs> it's like he's reading it, but he's literally just sounding the shit out. <laughs> Evangeline Lilly. Uh, Adam Scott. What's Adam Scott from? He's got that new show coming out. He's from a ton of stuff. He, you would know him as Ben. From Parks and Recreation. Yeah, he's got that new show coming out. Uh, oh, it's called um, Ghosted? Yes! Um, with the guy from Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes. I love I'm that. super excited for that. He was a nurse and knocked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was an inappropriate laugh. <laughs> he was in Piranha 3D, I think. Yeah. yeah wow. That's a, it's a sad <laughs> that you've seen that movie, but we'll, we won't comment on that. What the fuck? That was a good one. Anyway. Sure it was. He's been in a lot of things throughout the years. You know what I mean? A lot of various comedy roles. That's usually his domain. Yeah. And then Bridget Bridget Everett? Who the hell is Bridget Everett? Anybody? Owen anybody? Atlas, Kyle Bornheimer, and Chris <laughs> D'Elia. Chris D'Elia was in this film. Of stand-up comedy fame? Yeah, one of my favorite stand-up comedians. Donald Faison from Scrubs. Oh, I love he him. He was in this film as well. And Brad Williams. You guys know him? No. He's another comedian. He's He's fairly popular i enjoy his stand-up comedy and he did well in this film as well the, uh... he's just he's a little person yeah, yeah. he's a little person quiet yeah quiet cam quiet cam go ahead mason I appreciate how you dance <laughs> so let's get right into the oh part. don't forget about the last two. Oh, clancy have- brown there can be only one highlander clancy brown Oh, yeah, he plays. The, Holy uh, crap! The, you the you toys. skipped the, one of the f- most famous people on that entire list. He was Mr. Famous. Krabs, yes. Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. He does the voice of Mr. Krabs. 
he is the cultist in this movie. Is pretty. Yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't know that? He's no, from that I, TV show and that movie that I loved, Highlander. I'm there, familiar with Highlander, just not Clancy Brown. He's his name has escaped me. Oh, okay. And Sally Field. You're probably too young to know who the hell she is, but hey. So that's so, so that so that winds out the that winds up the cra- the, uh, the crest the, the cast. <laughs> us millennials will know her as Aunt May from Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. Yes, good pull. Oh uh, yeah. So gotta remember, grandma, it's a little evil. Grandma makes the cookies, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the premise of Little Evil. Fuck, dude, hold on, hold on. Adam Scott plays Gary Bloom, all right? Yeah. He plays Gary Bloom. One week after their wedding, Gary Bloom, a real estate agent, moves in with his new wife, Samantha, and her son, Lucas. They didn't Lucas already is... live together? Nah, nah, nah. If you, a, if you can't modern... tell, I guess who hasn't seen this movie? You, yeah. <laughs> this is one of the few times that man has not seen a movie. And he's seen fucking everything. <laughs> Well, that let's see. I don't know. The movie's probably good. I'm shocked he hasn't seen it. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) Samantha and her son, Lucas. Lucas is a quiet five-year-old boy who clearly does not get along with Gary at all. Gary is struggling to make a connection with Lucas. He's trying and trying, but Lucas ignores every single word that comes out of Gary's mouth. On the way to school one morning, Gary attempts to reach out to Lucas, but gets absolutely nowhere. Instead, he gets a call from a wedding videographer, Carl. Carl ends up warning him that something very unusual was found at the wedding footage on the wedding footage that Gary had to see immediately. Uh, Gary blew him off. You don't want me to walk you through the whole plot. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the premise is basically Little Evil is a, a fun little comedy story of what would happen if your stepson were the Antichrist. Well, that sounds yeah. pretty good, actually. Well, that's what it is. It's like a comical spin on the omen, kind of. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, it ju- so it just dropped on Netflix September 1st? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, my, my general opinion of this movie is it, it's cute. You know, we've seen a lot of movies like this, uh, you know, that are horror comedies. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. As I call them. Horomedies? <laughs> Horomedies. Um, and, you know, this one does a fairly good job. What it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm laughing because you said whore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because Horomedies sounds like a Greek philosopher. <laughs> This movie is basically a tale. Uh, actually, it's kind of a touching emotional tale. <laughs> it's touching. It's, <laughs> it's a touching tale of what a stepson and stepfather can accomplish when they finally get on terms. It's a story of overcoming that really awkward elephant in the room. Uh, Being a stepfather. Ba- yeah, yeah, that I'm banging your mom now. <laughs> Random guy. Um, and I think that, you know, let's get right into it. The acting in this movie, Adam Scott's our lead. He's not normally a leading man, you know? No, he's not. But I got to tell you, I really, really enjoyed him in this film. For some reason, I know he looks nothing like him, but I always confuse Adam Scott with Jason Bateman. Probably because they have, they have that same, like, dad look. They look like dads, and they all have that, like, whisper delivery. Like they're upset, kind of, mm-hmm. or they don't want to be like overheard. 
But I really enjoyed him in this film in particular. He was very, very funny. Yeah, they kind of both sound like that guy who's afraid to slap their girlfriend's ass in bed. Yeah, he's kind of like, are you sure? <laughs> or or it's, is it okay if I? Yeah, literally. <laughs> but I would say he gives a solid, but not gut-busting, uh, like, lead role in this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not going to be like Will Ferrell, where he becomes a household name in, in comedy movies. You know, I kind of differ from you here because I feel like that wasn't the intent of the film because it was a horror slash comedy. And I thought it was it wasn't supposed to be like that knee slapping movie that you may have been hoping for. So I feel like he played a very good um, socially awkward stepfather who wasn't quite sure to go about his son being the Antichrist. He didn't know how to deal with that. Especially, it can be difficult enough to connect with your stepchildren. For example, in one, of the, in one of the scenes of the movie, not to give too much away, he's at a group therapy with the other stepfathers. They're all having issues connecting with their stepchildren. And it's clear that all of these stepfathers have deep-seated emotional issues of their own. And it's clear that Adam Scott's character in the movie, Gerald, is having the most difficult time. Gary, I'm sorry. Is having the most <laughs> difficult time. We just reviewed 13 cameras, and that guy, the lead in that's name is Gerald Archibald, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> the most difficult time connecting with his child because his son is literally the Antichrist, but halfway through the film, he makes this sort of transition that I found quite interesting. Uh, and I really, I really came away from the film pleased. It was an endearing film, to be honest with you. I differ from you a little bit in this because it, it's, a, it's a definitely... I expected more horror from this movie. A lot of the horror setups were just cliches that were usually undercut by jokes. Yeah, but if it's it's from the guy who makes Tucker and Dale versus Evil, you're shocked that it's a comedy uh, homage kind of piece. No, but I'm saying I think Tucker and Dale did a much better job of paying to a monster horror movies. Oh. This this movie used your typical horror setups. Yeah, but Tucker and and Dale is a classic. Much more akin to like a scary movie with like the cat scene. See, I have to disagree with you again. But no, let me let me let me dissect why I think this. Okay. All right. So ten words or less. <laughs> yeah. I want you to write it down. <laughs> Make sure you underline it. Trying to be so many things all at the same time. It was trying to be a movie about emotionally connecting with your stepchild, which it genuinely tries to make emotional appeals that it's a movie about that, right? And it was. But at the same time, it's trying to make a movie that's a quirky comedy about a dad dealing with a kid with crazy powers. Yeah, but a horror comedy. at the comedy. same time, trying to wear the hat of a horror movie and have that horror set up. I'll, I'll just come out and say it. I was not scared at any point. Again, that was not the, the Was Tucker and Dell versus Evil scary? <laughs> let's let's go by the awkward pause and say no. It's a, it's a horror comedy. Yeah, it's not it's not going to be Step Brothers, and it's not going to be The Shining. You know what I mean? And to say that this movie didn't pay homage to previous horror films, I just I find that to be inaccurate. If you watch The Poltergeist or The Omen, you can see callings to those movies throughout this entire film. I mean, the the, the child was sitting in front of a, a TV with white noise, holding onto a teddy bear for Christ's sake. That's right out of The Poltergeist. Yeah, but it pays homage to horror movies the same way Donald. Uh, I mean, Alex. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump, you know what I mean? You are fake news. <laughs> that's, that's honestly what I think. I think it was, it's not the actor's fault in this movie. I truly believe it's the fault of the script. The script is clunky. 
there there are moments in the movie that seem next to pointless. Yeah, but I mean, okay. you have to admit I mean, that. to like, be honest with you, the, the about twenty minutes too long. The, the movie only costs what seven and a half million dollars. Were you really gonna mm-hmm. get an epic for seven and a half million dollars? It's not. It's not a get out by any. No, means. but I've seen much better within that budget range. Oh, okay. You know um, well, yeah, that's a fair. Point. Not that this is a bad movie at all. I'm just saying that I think it was trying to do too much. It bit off a little bit more than it could chew. And it just felt straight up clunky at points. I, I, I definitely agree with you that the script was weak at parts. During the transition in the middle of the film, and if I'm not talking about like a sexual transition, the, like yeah, an emotional. It's a huge tonal change. It does completely. And you guys know what I'm talking about when you see the film. I feel like around that part, the movie was very odd to me. And it, it felt like the writer did not exactly nail down which way the movie was going to go. That's literally how it felt. It felt like he was writing the movie about this kid, this man actor interacting with the Antichrist as a stepchild. And then at a separate date came back and wrote and finished it. Yeah. That's exactly how it felt. And I feel like, like that's exactly it. Like the acting was good. I I liked Adam Scott's performance. It didn't blow me away, but I liked it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and and I did like some of the like I was laughing and smiling at many parts in this movie, but there are just some parts I couldn't overlook. It was it was edited on par with comedies. Its cinematography did nothing to blow you away. No, but it was definitely on par. The sound mixing was also very good. And to your credit, the the biggest gripe I have with the film as well was the, the writing and the pacing issues. Yeah. So, what did you think of the film overall? Overall, don't get me wrong. You could take what I was saying. And say that, oh my god, he hates this movie. I don't. I actually agree with you. I like some of the horror callbacks and horror homages. But some of them felt forced or better phrased pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. Like they were writing in a totally separate scene that was extraneous to the plot to call back to a horror movie. Whereas Tucker and Dale had a cohesive plot that also paid yeah, homage but to again, that's Yeah, but again, you can't compare that movie to anything. It's a classic. It's, it was an instant classic the minute I'm came I'm only out. using it as a juxtaposition okay. because it's the same. So on, on yeah, a, a scale of 1 to 10, what do you say, Kim? I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. 6? It's a, it's, a, it's a decent movie. I'm nice. not going to lie. There are moments, though it's not entirely a cohesive film, it has moments that are guaranteed to make the whole family smile. I really thought you were um, lifting your leg up to take, you know, take a wisdom. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's and it's actually a playful take on the stepdad-stepson relationship. I just think they had major pitfalls in script writing and editing. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you here. I think this movie is a seven out of ten. I found it to be oddly endearing. It was very very interesting. And as a horror fan myself, I could tell that there were many callbacks and homages to horror films of the past. Um, Adam Scott was even buried alive, and that reminded. I just couldn't stop thinking of Evil Dead. Yes. You guys seen that film? Great movie. There were there were many homages, and I quite enjoyed those. I was smiling and like. I wasn't laughing out loud, but you know how you do that quick exhale through your nose? I was doing that nonstop throughout this <laughs> film. It was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, if you want something fun to watch with your girlfriend or significant other on Netflix, definitely check this out. Even better, watch this with your stepchild. Watch it with your stepchild. Connection. I think this is actually – that's what I think – I honestly think this movie was made uh, as more of a call to look at the emotional relationship between stepchildren and stepparents. I agree. That's what it felt like more, especially with that big tonal change. It really takes on more of a family movie vibe toward the end. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. definitely. I mean, guys made it sound great. So Cameron, you gave it a six. Yeah, Mason, you gave it a seven. See it. It's on Netflix. Go check it out. Got to check it out. So both of um, you see it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And as always, guys, let us know what you think. If you've seen Little Evil and you think we don't know what we're talking about, ream us in the comments. I want you to dive in deep into our opinion and say, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, Cameron. Little Evil is a cinematic masterpiece. Exactly. Dive right in those comments and be like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Cameron. I hope that you never give it your opinions <laughs> ever again. I just don't even know why you talk. Yeah, I don't know why you talk. And Mason's if you... my favorite anyway. Mason makes the most sense, and that's obvious. And, and, and if... <laughs> maybe somebody else can be heard. <laughs> Definitely. And maybe if you if you want to interact with us on social media at the podcast, hit us up at CSWS Podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. We're really active on both those platforms. If you want to catch more content that we're putting out constantly, you can listen to this podcast on Podbean at bucketwin.podbean.com. Um, and as always, guys, you know, I really love doing these movie reviews. They're always a blast. And it's always interesting to see what Netflix is coming out with. You know what I mean? Because they're constantly putting out original content now. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. So, Little Evil coming out of Netflix shows me that they're really getting serious about presenting full movies. Well, yeah, And definitely. I couldn't be happier about that, to be honest. I mean, Netflix is probably one of the best cost to entertainment ratios that you're ever going to get today. Yeah. yeah. So, guys. So, you uh, heard our opinion, guys. And uh, I'm definitely going to see it after you guys said yeah, all that. Yeah, I was going to say, it. do you think you're going to check yeah, this Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. As always, guys, this is Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, and we're out. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.